I'm Dr. Alexandra George. Welcome to our very first episode of Unclenched. I am here with Dr. Priya. Priya? <laughs> Hi there. <laughs> I'm Dr. Priya Mystery. I'm super excited to be here and doing this podcast with the wonderful Dr. Alexandra George. So thanks for joining us, guys. So let's get one thing going, Priya. So I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and that's where I practice. And I've practiced for, oh God, I hate to say it because it makes me sound old, 33 years. And where your practice is? Mine is in Vancouver, Washington. So many people think that's Vancouver, BC, but it's not. Uh, Vancouver, Washington is just 10 miles north of Portland, Oregon. So uh, yeah, that's where where I am, and I've been practicing since 2007. So I don't know how many years that is. I can't do the math right. So now. you got you got a lot <laughs> under your belt too, right? Yes, yes, definitely. Okay, what what we want to do in this podcast is I Priya and I've talked, and we want people to be aware of what TMJ is, what signs to look for, what kind of patients we see, and. But we wanted you to kind of get to know us. So I'm going to let Priya, why don't you start and you tell tell us about you? Yes, yeah. So I went to a really great dental school, University of the Pacific in San Francisco, California. And after that, I practiced general dentistry for about 11 years. And that's when I met my mentor in 2018. And he was sort of the TMJ guy in the area. And his practice was in Portland, Oregon. And he took me under his wing and trained me for about three years before he retired in 2021. I then moved the practice to Vancouver, Washington, because this is where my home is. This is where my children's, this is where my children go to school. So I just wanted to be close to home. And so, yeah, yeah, exactly. The kiddos are little, so that matters. And so, so yeah, here I am. I've been doing TMJ work exclusively for the past five years and I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And you, and you do such a great job and and you have such a presence and and when we met let's talk a little bit about when we met first cuz that was kind of funny it was super fun <laughs> yeah yeah so we met at ICMO ICMO stands for International College of Craniomandibular Therapy and Priya came and the girls at my office followed Priya on I don't know TikTok Instagram all that kind of stuff and um they're like oh Priya's here we got to get to know Priya and so um, immediately we clicked. We went out for drinks. We went out. Our, our philosophies are the same. She, you remind me of like a younger version than myself, you know, like you're with your little, your kiddos and all that. Now my kids are, are old, but um, it was, it was, it was fun meeting. Huh? Yes. It was really fun meeting. I came to that ICMO meeting. That was my very first ICMO meeting ever. I just haven't been able to go, what, with COVID and my kids being little, they're five and seven. So I was super excited to go. And I had heard a lot of good things about you, Dr. George, from uh, Mac <laughs> Lee, from Prabhu Raman, from like different people that are big members in ICMO that have been there for a long time. So I was excited to go and meet everyone. And your team was just so welcoming and warm towards me. And we just hit it off. We went out to dinner a few nights and yeah. we got to know each other. And yeah, our philosophies are the same. And when I met you and once we started talking, I could just tell, I could see how much you cared. And I think to practice TMJ, you have to really, really genuinely care a lot about your patients. And sadly to say, like that's not always the case with practitioners We've all come across. And so yeah. I could tell you cared. I could 
and like you said, we just clicked. It was so easy. So when you guys came up with the idea of a podcast, I was in. <laughs> right. We're like, woo, podcast with Priya. <laughs> so now, what are we going to call it? And like in two seconds, it was very short amount of time that we're yeah. like, all right, I'm clenched. Yeah. Right. I yeah. Mean, Who just came up with that us. idea? Was that, it wasn't me. The stars aligned and here we are. Here we are. <laughs> It was it but, was awesome. And we decided yeah. to do it. And here we are doing it. <laughs> right. So let me tell you a little bit about myself. I know you already know this, but everybody else doesn't know this. So I've been practicing dentistry for 33 going on 34 years. The way I got into this was a little bit different than you. Of course, in college or in dental school, I went to WVU, not such a prestige college like in university as Priya did. But back in the day, we were pretty good. And um, when I went to college, they didn't taught nothing about TMD or TMJ. And I thought going out of college, I never wanted to do TMJ. Mm -hmm. So I was practicing about 10 years into my practice. And um, I went to a meeting in Las Vegas and I, I was going to different schools that they were, they had like advertisements for it, like Spears and Panky and all this kind yeah. of stuff. Then I came across LBI and I went there and it really opened my eyes. Like we are taught just to look in the mouth and in that little hole, tooth broke, let's exactly fix it. And, and I thought I wanted to know more. I wanted to do more restorative things. So I go to LBI and then I, I realize it's a neuromuscular foundation. And I'm like, what is this? Never heard of it. What do I do with it? So I came home and I made my dad an orthotic. He suffered from headaches and neck pain. So I made him an orthotic. And I thought, okay. And it was with the TENS bite. So I didn't have all my computerized equipment or whatever. So I did a TENS bite, made an orthotic. And his headaches came down. And He's like, oh, honey, it's the barometric pressure. You know, it's it's so nice outside. And then, you know, a few months go by, made adjustments. Because as you know, it's not just like a one and done thing. We It's a process. So probably it took him about six months to say, yeah, you helped my headaches with this orthotic. So that's how I got into it. And then I started doing patience. And I started saying, I think this is going to work. I really didn't know. But now... 20 years after just treating TMD, it works. It yes. works. Yes. It, it's helped so many people out of pain. Yes. And, um, you know, once you get started, you keep going. But mm -hmm. as I still even keep going, I realize there's still so much more to learn. So and much more. So many, many um, other people that I need. Like today, I went to a myofascial release person with a patient of mine. And she's like, I cannot believe you're here with your patient. And I'm like, I know, but we got to help her. I only helped her so far. Yeah. Now we got to finish up. Yes. So, you know, so I'm excited to see what's going to happen with that because that's, that's kind of, that's how I got into it. So once, once you, once you get to know, you can't look back and you yes. can't practice how you did. You so, can't. Yeah. It, it's hard. And, it, and you upset a lot of people. Like when you change to just do TMJ. I upset people because they're like, okay, um, why can't you just fix this one too? When yeah. It's a little bit more than just one too. I know. You know? A lot more usually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. 
So then how old are your kids? They're five and seven. Okay. So mine are 25 and 28. Oh my goodness. My youngest is in dental school. So that's a good thing. So hopefully she falls in this footstep because there's not enough of us out there. But yeah, I sincerely hope she does. (laughs) I know, but she's got her own strong mind and, and, that's how I rate her. So she may not. You know. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah. And I, I mean, just to kind of piggyback off of what you said, like there is so much more. And once you start to unravel a little bit of it, you see all these things that you didn't encounter before. And then you unravel those and you see all these things you didn't encounter before. You And it just keeps going and going and going and going. It's like a domino effect, but it's amazing because you just keep learning and you start yep. seeing the value in other body workers and how they can help. And so, you know, we could have a whole podcast episode just about that, the other practitioners we work with. And so it's it's truly amazing. And we do the same thing. Sometimes we have other practitioners come to my office and we work together with a patient that's here. And really it helps them feel like the maximum relief, right? So it's it's pretty amazing. Like I don't do any general dentistry at all. And right. I'm I'm so busy. And people say, how are you so busy only treating TMJ? We don't even know anyone that has TMJ. But then when I ask them, I say, ask your family members, ask your friends if they wake up with morning headaches or right. if they ever have jaw pain. Then they come back and they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's a perfect point. So, so think back to your health history when you were first out. You have all these things, neck pain, headaches, you know, and you'd go through everything with your medications, all these things you could go through, but we were never taught how to connect. Oh, this headache might possibly be bingo, TMJ. Or, oh, your neck always bothers you. You go to the chiropractor. Well, well, let's get to the point. But we were never taught to look beyond that health history to make sure, like, they weren't going to die in your chair. Or, right. <laughs> you know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think that... um when I when I went back, in fact, I was just purging some charts the other day and I looked at the old health history that was in there because this was before it was computerized. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I, I, I never knew what questions to ask. And it's right. not any dentist's fault, but you only know what you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I went to such a good dental school, too. And we learned the basics, like the mechanics of the joint and how the joint works and what it means if there's a little clicking and popping, but not how to treat that and what that can progress to. And in addition, people will say, well, I don't have TMJ problems. I don't have any clicking or popping noises in my joints, but then they're suffering with like severe daily headaches and that can be related to your jaw. And so, right. You know, Mm -hmm. it, it can all, it can all go together. Right. So let's talk about that click real quick, real, yeah. real fast. So I was taught, and I think a lot of other dentists are taught, well, okay, you have a click. Mm-hmm. Does it bother you? And patients will say, well, no, it just clicks every once in a while and this and that. And that's okay not to do anything about it. But if your car was clicking yeah. all day long driving down the road, wouldn't yeah. you go let it check? And get it checked. Yeah. Yes. Like, so, so that's what we were taught too, as long as the click didn't bother you. Yes. And then the, the things that we were told to do about it will help temporary wise. Like, yes. I'm sure you were taught the same things. What were you taught for the click? 
I was just taught if it doesn't bother you, leave it alone. I don't remember learning anything beyond that. Right. Or were you taught if the click, if your jaw got tired and, and stuck, what were you taught then? Just eat soft foods and baby it and find a local TMJ expert. Okay. So, and then who's that? That's usually a surgeon to make it you usually or an orthodontist, yeah. maybe an right. orthodontist, but right. yeah. So we're going to talk about on this podcast, what we do, how we do it, right? What, yes. what else are you going to talk about? What else you want to talk about? I want to definitely talk about some success stories because I feel like they're so important to share. Like I left the office yesterday and the day before with back to back to back to back to back patients that are having less pain, less popping, their jaws are unlocked. It's so immensely gratifying for me, but forget me. It's about them. They're feeling so much better. They can chew, they can talk, they can kiss their husbands, they can like you right. know, they're so much more comfortable. And the jaw joint is the most used joint in the body. So I feel like sharing these success stories can give people who are listening, who are watching this, they can give them hope because they've been to many times, these people have been to many practitioners who have said, there's nothing we can do. You have to blend up your food forever. You know, we don't know what's wrong. Nothing's showing up on imaging. That's what we could talk about too, why things don't necessarily show up on on the standard imaging, right? And so- um, I, I would love to share success stories on this podcast. I, um, yeah, of course, what we do, how we do it, how long people are in treatment, why we do things the way we do. There's so much we could go over in this. There, There is. And, and what I want to do and what I, I want people to know that we're going to do too, I want to have our other colleagues on that we know that talk about airway, talk about sleep, talk yes. about how that's all related and may be a sign of TMJ or how to improve upon that or have RPT on there or a myofacial therapist. Oh my gosh. And the myofunctional therapist, a tongue therapy. Who would have thought it, but the importance of where your tongue is would make a difference in your whole body. I know. Or the fascia and fascia mm-hmm. release. So there's just so much to talk about, but the whole thing is, is we want to connect it. We are here to connect dots. And that's what I always tell my patients too that come in. And and when you get those cases, like you were talking about, where the the mom now can like be nice to her kids instead of always barking at them because mm-hmm. she's in pain. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is to me is when people come to the office and they sit across from you, they look normal. They look like you and me. They don't look like they're caring about around pain or their neck is hurting or mm-hmm. anything like that. And nobody understands it. Mm-hmm. And, and many of them feel like they, they always have to put on a happy face when they're suffering so much because they've been to so many people that said, we don't know what's causing your pain. And some of them have even been told you're making this up or you're imagining it or just de-stress a little, you'll be fine. So then if I was told that over and over and over and over and over again, I would start to feel like, okay, no one's going to believe me and I sound like I'm crazy and that's that. And so I do see patients like that, unfortunately. They come in and they're almost hesitant to tell me their story because they they already think she's not going to believe me. Right. And then how many of your patients come in on like antidepressants because of that or anti-anxiety? Probably a good 80%. Oh yeah, easily, easily, easily. And and the tricky thing with antidepressants, certain classes of them can actually have a side effect of increasing clenching activity or grinding activity. 
So it's like paradoxical, right? Right. (laughs) So that's a whole conversation too, but a lot of them come in on medication because they've been told that they're depressed, anxious. Yeah. Right. Anxiety, high anxiety Mm -hmm. for sure. That's, that's what's really amazing to me. And not to say that medications aren't needed, but it's nice to be able to get a patient or two off of those meds that, that they don't have to take anymore. Yes. You know, oh my gosh, like, you know, or to just have a mom come in too, to say that I can cook dinner now. Yes. You know, or I can clean my house. Yes. Like it, and, or when you're in a consult, because I always have someone bring someone to the consult with us. Well, that's um, a good idea. <laughs> yeah. And, and our consults are long. Our consults are about an hour and a half. Okay. And um, when they bring someone in, then they sit across from them and they're like, man, I didn't know you really felt like that. And then they're like, I want to fix her or him, mm-hmm. you know? So it, it's, it, it's just amazing. Amazing. Yeah. 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 Immensely gratifying. So amazing. And I, I can't even think about going back to general dentistry after doing this. Like, I love it so much. No, um, you know, it's funny. Cause even the ladies that work in my office, they're like, I cannot think about going to work back in regular hygiene or, and it's not that hygiene's not important and, and that kind of stuff. It's just that once you kind of open up and you're given the kind of freedom to talk to patients and the knowledge yes. that goes along with it, the girls in my office know a lot. They know, know a lot. I was very impressed with them. Thank you. Thank you. And and I couldn't do it really without them. I'm sure you can't do it without your girls either, but they, they connect with the patients in a way that you don't get to connect with kind of on, you know, during a regular cleaning. I mean, yeah, you'll know what soccer game her kids playing in or, you know, where they're vacationing, but we know that anyway, like we get to know the person down deep because they have to see us a few times. Yes. And, um, you know, we become part of their family and we get on their, their Christmas list and their Christmas cards. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's great. My uh, dental assistant, she started working with me about a year ago because my previous assistant moved to Tennessee. So she moved away. But um, So I, I brought on someone new to the team and she had been, I think she's been a dental assistant for like 15, 16 years easily. And she said she loves this the most because she said she's constantly learning. It's so great to see people get out of pain. It's so interesting because it is different from general dentistry. It's quite different. And she just loves it. So that's always nice to hear too. And she's learning more and more. I took her to a (laughs) neuromuscular course at at Myotronics and it's Mm -hmm. just, it's, it's great. It's, we've got a good team and great patients. I love it. So then um, anybody in your office, have you treated anybody in your office? We just did a few workups, actually. It's funny that you asked that. So I'm starting to treat both the assistants here. And my office manager has an orthotic, but we sort of made it for her just for fun. I don't think she has pain, per se. So I'm going to start to treat um, my assistants. And I'm excited about that because one of them uh, wakes up with headaches quite frequently. Yeah. So I, I treated everyone. Well, I only have three people in my office, as you met them all. But um, I have 
treated all three of them. And where we are now, they're out of their pain, but two of them are in braces. The one I treated her a few years back, so she's already out of out of her braces. But it's funny because I, I treated the one, we knew she had symptoms because she was getting recession on her teeth and she's young. She's It was in her early 30s. She's like, why am I getting this recession? And I'm like, your bite is causing it. So then we we did braces and we distributed the load a little bit better. And yeah. then the other two were very high pain. In fact, the one girl, Danielle, that works for me, came to my office and interviewed. Um, or I'm sorry, came to my office when she worked for another dentist and um, for pain. But then she got another job and she was traveling and this and that. Then she came for an interview and I hired her. And then she's like, remember, I did a consult with you. I'm like, yes, I'm going to have to treat you for your pains too. Oh. So we did. Got her out of pain, and she's an ortho right now. Yeah. And Lauren at my office just didn't like her facial features, and so she wanted to go into ortho. But she had dizziness, car sickness, and um, like um, positional dizziness. It, it's just some things that she didn't know, and her neck bothered her. Oh. And um, she, I said, well, let's do ortho. And let's change the facial features and bring your jaw and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no other dentist could really see that. But the way her teeth were tilting, it just wasn't real becoming. So we brought in her smile. We've been balancing her. And her dizziness is gone. Love her it. Is gone. Her nausea is gone. She yes. doesn't get car sick anymore. Yep. So that's a different way TMJ can present itself without being just pain in the jaw. Right. Right. Yeah. And it can present in so many different ways. Right. And right. so, yeah, well, I was actually going to say, why don't we take a moment to define TMJ or TMJD or TMD for people who don't know? And, sure. And you go can... ahead. Take it oh, away. Okay. I'll jump in. <laughs> I, okay. I guess the way I would define it is any dysfunction of the muscles of the head, neck, and jaw, as well as the jaw joints. And that dysfunction, what that means is that the muscles are in a state of chronic pain, discomfort, or spasm, and they're kind of stuck there. Or that the joint is, the components of it, I suppose, are not in proper alignment or things are compressed too much within the joint. So what that can lead to in terms of symptoms, all of that. So the muscle dysfunction is typically what's causing a lot of the pain. So I would designate that as like headaches, jaw pain, neck pain, ear pain. Uh, it can even also cause dizziness, Stuffy ears. Stuffy ears can also come from compression within the joint. Uh, right. So a lot of different things can come along with the muscle dysfunction. Some people even have tooth pain so badly that they think a tooth is infected or needs to be pulled out when it's actually referred pain from the muscles. And it feels like the tooth is hurting, but it's actually coming from these angry muscles. And then right. dysfunction within the joint is more, it shows up more as clicking, popping, crackling noises, episodes of the jaw sort of locking or getting kind of stuck. And so I think that, you know, anything that falls under there, even numbness and tingling in the face, the fingertips, TMJ, TMD can come in so many different ways that it it's often called the great imposter disease because it is so hard to diagnose if you're not familiar with diagnosing it, with treating it. So I don't know if you want to add anything to that definition. No, I think you you hit a lot of them for sure. And and I, I'm sure with you and your patients and me and my patients, when they come in, we go through that laundry list of what she just said. 
Yeah. We're like, okay, rate that clicking now before you said it was a five. Is it better or worse? And that's how we know through those subjective symptoms where we're going to go with this patient or if they do need adjunct therapy like massage or like uh, mm -hmm. trigger point release or PT or um, cervical chiropractor. So, you know, you, you hit it perfectly and the shoulder pain, the neck pain, just everything. I mean, you got it. That's yeah. it. But people don't realize that. So that is the purpose of this podcast. Yes. Yes. Dots, right? <laughs> yes, totally. And and I think another thing, just to kind of piggyback off that, that people don't realize is that TMJ issues can be coming from a different part of the body as well. So the neck is like right next to the jaw joint, obviously. So that those are very like intimately related. But say you have a pretty serious hip issue or a misalignment in your hips, that can actually feed up the spine and affect the jaw too. The pelvic floor and the jaw are, are connected as well by fascia, by the dural tube. And so there's so many connections that can go all throughout the body from one place to another that I think so many people think, well, why are you looking at my posture or why are you checking leg length when I'm here for my jaw or for my headaches? I know. <laughs> I know. It's funny. And they'll say, why? No other dentist has ever asked me this or no other dentist ever looked at my posture. But I'll, I'll tell you a quick story, too. I had a patient the other day that came in with um, uh, TMJ issues and what have you. And I had her stand up and I was checking her hips, the level of her hips. And I'm like, huh, your your left hip's a little bit higher. And I said, and look at your x-ray, your left joint's a little bit higher. And she's like, what's that have to do with it? So I got a little tongue depressor and I put it on her left side. And I said, go outside because I don't have steps in my office. Walk up and down the steps, come back and we'll check your hips. And I checked her hips and they're even. And she she about fell over. She's like, oh my gosh, wait till I tell my chiropractor because that hip is always up. So then that goes to show how the jaw is connected to the hip. Yes. You, you even out that jaw, then you even out those hips, you yes. know, and it's, it's just amazing. And the same with the leg length that you were talking about. Yes. And uh, then it's, it, you know, granted, we don't want to say everything is TMJ. Right, right. <laughs> There's a lot of connections and, yeah. you know, and some of the symptoms that we can't get better. All right. Well, then, then you do have to go and see blah, blah, blah about right. it. You know what of I mean? Course. Yeah, we can't treat everything. As dentists, we're limited to like clavicle and up anyway, but we can definitely see discrepancies in the posture, one shoulder, one hip higher than the other, and point that out. And that can definitely be one of the causative factors behind the TMJ issues in the first place. And when I started working with my mentor, I, I started just going in and observing him. I mean, I wasn't being paid for that. I was just so interested and he was open to it. And when I was observing him, he would say a good TMJ orthotic that actually puts the jaw in its optimal position relative to the rest of the body, right? A good TMJ orthotic can have very strong descending effects on the spine. Oh, on right. the yeah. And, and I was, I remember I was observing him. So I was very new to all this. I had no training in this, right? I'm dentist drilling into teeth, which is of course valuable too, but I just didn't know what he was talking about at all. So I remember when the patient left, I was like, what? <laughs> I said, can you explain that to me? And so then he explained it sort of similarly to how you explained it with the tongue depressor and how. So
So anyway, so it was definitely such a steep learning curve, but I loved it. <laughs> yeah, but you get so many aha moments. Yes. And that's what I like too about this, like, oh my gosh, or I never would have thought, or, yeah. you know, it's just amazing. And when you talk about posture too, one of the things I always look at, and I know you do too, is the forward head posture. When someone's, yeah. I'm doing it right now. Let's do it one more time. Yeah. <laughs> We're in a posture. And people don't realize how much that head weighs every inch it goes forward. So when it's aligned properly above your shoulders, then the head weighs eight to 10 pounds. As it comes forward, it's like 40 pounds for yeah. I think every inch it comes forward. And so you're carrying this heavy sack of potatoes mm. on the top of your spine that's forward. Well, yeah, you're going to get neck pain. Mm. And I mm -hmm. see that a lot with denture patients where the dentures are worn. For when yeah. you see the, the elderly lady in yes. the shopping store that whose jaw is like all the way closed up. So, you know, they're so tight and those joints are pushed back mm -hmm. and they're forward like this or mm -hmm. leaning on their cart, strolling yes. through. You yes. It feels so bad. I know. But we are where we are and we can only help who we see. Yes. Yes. And uh, I had a patient who his, he's probably in his fifties or sixties and his jaw was actually locked closed. He could barely open more than one or two finger widths. He was in a lot of pain. So he actually unlocked pretty quickly, but what he noticed, and he has like a desk job, so he's always in front of a computer. What he noticed is that his neck pain and jaw pain were still lingering, even though his we got him unlocked, his range of motion was great, he could chew again. It was just sort of pain at rest. And he said that one day when he was working at his computer, he noticed he was leaning forward a lot. And as he sat further back, his pain started going down. Sure. Like in that moment. So he's like, now, yeah, it's insane. So he started working on his posture and his pain went down pretty fast after that, Where whereas we had been sort of struggling to get it to go away with what we were doing. So he worked on his posture and boom, he was feeling great. Yeah, yeah that you bring up a good point about the ergonomics at, at the computer. Yeah. And um, we'll have patients take pictures of themselves at work and we're like, not to say... You know, like, okay, I'm taking a picture for Dr. Alex. Like, I've sit up nice and tall. Yeah. How you're really sitting. And then then we pass that on to, to the PT. And a lot of times he'll be checking that. And the PT will say, okay, you got to lower your computer screen. Or you've got to, you know, tighten your computer screen. Or your feet need to be flat on the ground. Or get a box underneath. You know, there's so many things. Or a little, little lumbar roll behind your back. So you sit up better. And, um... That helps tremendously. Tremendous. Helps so much. Well, yeah. let me ask you this. Do you ask them to take a picture straight on and <laughs> from the side or just from the side or just straight on? Typically from the side. That's what I thought. Okay. That's what, yeah, that's typically what we do because then you can see the neck posture, yeah. the shoulders rolling in, and yeah. then how tight the pecs would be. Because yeah. sometimes when you touch right here on a patient, yeah. they're like, oh, I didn't even know I was sweet. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, that's because you're going like this. Yeah. And these muscles are always constricted. Right. So we got to open you up. So that's where PT comes in. Because like you said, we work from here up. We can't, yes. and we, can, we can't in Pennsylvania, you're in Washington, but in Pennsylvania, we have to just stick to the hole in the jaw oh. joint. We can't, we can't manipulate necks. Okay. Okay. 
So that's where I have to go to my PT or, right. uh, you know, other, other massage, things like that. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And I've kind of got a great group of body workers around me. I just wish one was like right next door. <laughs> I know they're ne- they never are. Trust me. They never are. But it's pretty neat. We find them. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. No, it's, yeah, it's because we got to help people. And, and like you, people travel to see you yes. and people travel to me. And sometimes we got to call people that are, you know, in a different state and say, OK, look up some therapists that you would want to go to. I'll interview them and see, you know, what kind of work they do, see if they would even kind of grasp what the heck I'm doing. Right. And how we can work together and, and figure it out. So it's. It's like you said, every day we're learning something and, and um, growing, you know, growing and it, it is amazing and it can truly be a collaborative effort, like working with PTs and upper right. cervical chiropractors and us. And so mm-hmm. it's good to have practitioners that will that are open and willing to talk to each other, get on the phone, right, you know, whatever it can it is. And right. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's it's important for the patient and it's it's good for future patients, right? <laughs> sure. Sure. So we're about ready to sign off, guys. And we did want to tell you that our next podcast is going to be about success stories that we have experienced at our office. So I think we're each going to come with a few success stories prepared, and we're going to be talking about those. And make sure that you tune in. Okay. I'm so excited. I can't wait. It's been a blast here with you, Priya. And I hope we get some eyes opened out there and some people that um, really want to dive into what is TMJ. So join us for our next Unclenched.